Sam Wyland, and you are listening to the 14th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. I've been working on organizing a blog tour for Behold the Dawn this week. If you're unfamiliar with blog tours, then just think of them as traditional book tours without the touring. In essence, myself and my book will be featured on various blogs throughout the month of October, and perhaps beyond. If you're interested in hosting me on your own blog, give me a shout and I'll supply the details. You can contact me at km.wyland, that's W-E-I-L-A-N-D, at ymail.com. My first proofs arrived on Thursday. It's always a strange feeling to hold the first copy of a book. I've seen it in print, of course, every time I've printed off a new draft. But seeing it typeset, accompanied by a glossy cover, is a new experience. Familiar and yet unfamiliar at the same time, but wholly wonderful. The winning Wednesday prize drawing for Lorena McKennett's CD, The Book of Secrets, remains open until Tuesday, September 8th, at 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time. To enter, answer this week's question. In medieval times, what was the role of the bailiff? You can submit your response using the form at the bottom of the left-hand column on my blog at wordplay-camwyland.blogspot.com or email it directly to me at cam.wyland at ymail.com. Listeners of this podcast can also get a head start on next week's contest, which features the prize of a very spiffy Behold the Dawn mug. To enter, answer the question, what was a bailey? Hint, look it up in a dictionary. Be sure to check the blog every week for new winners and new prizes. Until then, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or complaints, please feel free to contact me on my website at kmwyland.com or my blog at wordplay-kmwyland.blogspot.com. That said, please enjoy this week's recording, Angst, Mental Illness, and Creativity. This week, I'm pleased to share a guest post by Carolyn Kaufman, author of the wonderful Archetype Writing blog, which can be found at archetypewriting.blogspot.com. Carolyn received her Bachelor of Arts in English Writing from Otterbein College and her Clinical Doctorate of Psychology from the APA-accredited Wright State University School of Professional Psychology. She completed her internship at the University of Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania. As a therapist, she has worked with individuals, couples, and groups with specialized training in issues relevant to college students, crisis intervention, domestic violence, media psychology, and relationship problems. Her areas of interest include crisis and trauma, relationships, creativity, business psychology, and media psychology. In addition to her freelance work, Kaufman is an assistant professor at Columbus State Community College and occasionally teaches at her alma mater, Otterbein. She always emphasizes the practical application of psychology to everyday life, which is transferred well into her work with writers. I've no doubt you'll enjoy her introspective look at the effect of mental illnesses and angst upon the creative life. Angst, Mental Illness, and Creativity Everyone talks about angst-ridden creative people, and I've had several readers ask me if angst is in fact a necessary ingredient for creativity. Since angst means different things to different people, I decided the best place to start was the dictionary. Angst, noun. 1. A German word that refers to a feeling of anxiety or apprehension, often accompanied by depression. 2. Fanfiction writers also use the word to help categorize some forms of fanfic, putting the characters, and by extension the readers, through deep emotional and possibly physical pain. Mental illness. Some people take the definition of angst a lot farther. They believe writers need to be at least a little touched by madness. Interestingly, there is a strong positive correlation between bipolar disorder, a.k.a. manic depression, and creativity. According to Frederick Goodwin and K. Redfield Jameson, both giants in the study of bipolar disorder, 
It is counterintuitive that such a great destructive illness could be associated with imagination or great works of art. Yet the perceived association is a persistent cultural belief and one that is backed by data from many studies. The argument is not that manic depressive illness and its related temperaments are essential to creative work. Clearly they are not. Nor do we argue that most people who have bipolar or recurrent depressive illness are creative. They are not. The argument is rather that a disproportionate number of eminent writers and artists have suffered from bipolar spectrum disorders and that, under some circumstances, creativity can be facilitated by such disorders. From Michelangelo and Jackson Pollock to Samuel Taylor Coleridge and Percy by Shelley, from Kurt Cobain and Billy Corgan to Ernest Hemingway and Stephen King, depression or bipolar illness is disproportionately common in creative geniuses. Is angst necessary? Now, if bipolar disorder and depression are common in creative geniuses, and angst is a description of how people with those disorders often feel, does that mean angst is necessary to the creative process? Looking at the psychological research, no. Interestingly, people who are creative have more in common with people who are bipolar than they do with normal people. But the commonalities lie not necessarily in mood disturbances, but rather in idiosyncratic thinking patterns, in enthusiasm, and passion for their art, and how easily they can produce new and strange ideas. In many cases, people who are bipolar and creative are better able to express themselves creatively when they are being appropriately treated for their disorders. Part of what makes being creative with a mental illness so difficult is the behaviors that result. Alcoholism is found in over 50% of the people with bipolar disorder. Drug abuse is also extremely high. Periods of despair can be so intense that the individual can hardly get out of bed, let alone create something. And of course the rate of suicide and suicide attempts is much higher than in creative people who aren't also struggling with a mental illness. The way I think of it is like this. There is an overlap between creative genes and bipolar depressive genes. And while some people, like Kurt Cobain, feel much more creative when they're in the manic phase of bipolar disorder, they may also be less coherent. Smells like teen spirit lyrics, anyone? And they also have to deal with the crash of depression. Cobain committed suicide. Research also suggests that over time, depressive bipolar illnesses gnaw away at creativity. In a study done with children, we found a negative correlation of illness duration with creativity. The longer the children were sick, the less creative they were. So overall, the illness becomes a hindrance to creativity, rather than a help. Angst versus Soul An ex of mine was an amazing artist, technically. He could reproduce anything he saw, often without ever lifting the pencil. I've never seen someone who could draw like he could without ever needing to erase. He didn't need to work the image over and over from rough to smooth. He just produced an immaculate image the first time. He spoke at one point to some galleries about displaying his work, but he was turned down. One director was kind enough to give him some feedback. She told him something was missing from his work. He thought it was angst, but it wasn't. He got to share mine, and it didn't affect his art at all, I checked. What he was missing was soul. So I don't think it's angst that we all need to produce good stuff. It's soul. My angst. So that brings us to me. Do I need angst to produce good work? I honestly don't know because precocious creative work started around the same time my angst found me. I do have an emotional state that I think I write in better than any other. I call it melancholy. It's a calm, quiet state that for some reason makes it easier to sink into a creative state. But maybe the reason that's helpful is that I enjoy writing fiction with angst in it. I have met people who become extremely distraught about putting their characters through a tale of angst. Some cry, some sink into a depression, some feel guilty. 
I'm not sure why they write it if they feel that way. The only time I sink into a depression as a result of writing is when I finish a novel. I always worry I won't be able to write another one. For me, writing angst is like an outlet for my own. If I've got it, why not plumb it for material? Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, visit me on the web at wordplay-kmyland, that's w-e-i-l-a-n-d, dot blogspot.com. And be sure to listen again next week.